0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, a report came out earlier this year and it revealed that Irish people are the joint fourth highest consumers of cocaine on the planet not just in Europe on the planet the joint fourth highest consumers of cocaine and for a long time it was a drug associated with our cities maybe with the more salubrious part of our cities but not anymore it has uh, permeated right throughout the country Rory O'Connor is with me he of Rory Stories fame. Rory you're very welcome to the show um and thanks a million for joining us um do you see cocaine out and about being used
1: um, Harry, good to chat to you again. Ah, yeah, listen, I, I think I think everyone can kind of vouch for that. Like it, um, yeah, as you said, it used to be the the cities, but now it's. I'm, I'm pretty sure most pubs in any part of the country, if you look, you get some at the weekend. So it's uh, yeah, it's certainly rife everywhere for sure. Like,
0: uh, and I mean, is it still the case? I, I, I take it's not. It, it it isn't, but that it. it it's the more well-heeled in society who might be using it or is it now just a drug that anyone might be dabbling in?
1: Yeah, well, again, just from experience, like um, I'm going around the place and speaking, I suppose, I do work in school, etc. And even they'd be talking about even, you know, that age, kind of young, kind of 16, 17, and 18 now, we'll be, we'll be doing it like, and it's, I suppose, it's, it's positive, as they say, they accept the drug, you know, the way back. When the smoking man started, it was kind of cool to kind of even if you weren't a smoke, you might have a couple of cigarettes with your with your pints or whatever. It seems to be uh, that normalised now. Which, listening, sure, we all know plenty that do, and there's no, I don't personally look at, at down on anyone that does. But my concern always with really it is the addiction side of things, and really got the eyes open that time when we filmed the documentary at Mount Joy, myself and Philly, and how how many lads like were hooked on cocaine that were getting involved and. That's the scary side of it, you know, it's it's a dangerous drug, and, and you know, if, if you take enough of it, mm. you know, you, you got to pay for it, basically, like, and, um, yeah, you know, it is, like I said, of a friend, Ross, who was in that documentary in Mount Joyce, struggling with a, another friend who is about three months clean after going to to rehab for, for it, like, so it is, it's, a, you know, it's everywhere, another lad I met in the gym, he goes to the gym every morning, uh... 6 o'clock, I said, James, you're some man to come here uh, all the time. You never miss a day. And this is, Rory, I don't want to be here. Like, I have to be here. This is part of my of my therapy. Like, I go to the gym every morning to get my head right. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. It's an ongoing battle. So, like, that's the severe end of it. But it's, it's it's people are using it casually, like, all the time. Like, there's obviously one in every gang that ends up getting addicted to it because of the high from it. But it rips apart your mental health, I'm sure, if you suffer with that naturally. Like,
0: Do you think there's a a perception then, Rory, around cocaine that, you know, it's not necessarily as harmful? That that's one of the kind of the urban myths you hear, and I assume it is an urban myth, that, you know, you're less likely to become addicted. I mean, this isn't heroin we're dealing with.
1: Yeah, listen, I'm not a professional and don't claim to be, Karen, so I suppose the the professionals would have to answer that from an addiction point of view. But from my point of view, like, i give you an example. I was down in uh, Cork on a, on a, uh, a cousin, stagger uh, a couple of months ago, and we were in a late bar. I don't be in as many late bars as I used to. The kids, and for obvious reasons, can't be dealing with, with the next morning, but obviously stag, we are out, and starting to go to the toilet, and the, the queue, like, for the lads' toilet was longer than the women's, which is strange. It, just, it must be a bit of a vomit bug or something going around Cork here. What's the story? And I walked in, and there was no one actually uh, uh, up against uh, the urine place, and, but there was a massive queue to get in. And just a penny dropped down, I was like, oh, that makes sense now. But I just took a quick look, like, um, while I was there. It was theres oh, Rory, sorry, what's cracked by all this and no, I kind of took a quick look, but it was generally the age of 90 and all, the are up to, you know, late 40s, 50, like, you know what I mean? All queuing up to get in. And the scary thing about it is, about a half an hour later, I was in the bar and a fella stopped. I said, Oh, Stories. going can get a photo? I said, Yeah, man, here we go. No more, no bother. And he says, I want to shake your hand. Welcome to Cork. And he went to shake my hand. There was a bag of coke in his hand. Like, and I was like, Oh, jeez, man, I, says, oh, I don't do that stuff. And I said, I says, You need to mind that gear. And I said, oh, Did you watch Gaelic and the Joy with the lads? Yeah, it was brilliant. I says, Did you not learn that, man? That can be dangerous. And he says, Oh, I, I used to be bad, but I have it under control now. And I was like, There. Yes, yeah, as your man giving out a free bag of coke in a late bar to a stranger, like so, like that opened my eyes. I remember coming home from this type of like, Jesus, like that's this fella, lovely, look, lovely fella, in his uh, probably mid twenties, looked fit lad, tall lad, strapping fella. You wouldn't in any way, whatever. But it's just, it's just that's the way it is now, and uh, it's just, it's just worrying. Like especially again from a Dixon point of view, it's like any anything. If you you're happy that you can take or leave anything in life. Fair play, to you you all got to go enjoy yourself. But again, it's the it's chasing that high, as you say, people like that do your first line of coke whatever. You're chasing that high, then for the night, like mm. it, it can be definitely dangerous, you know.
0: And how uphill is that struggle? Then the other side, getting out of that addiction.
1: Well, it's like all addiction, like you know, uh, in the world. Myself, like times with like gambling was a struggle for me and, and ongoing. Like I think addiction again, it comes back to like. Like say for instance I've ADHD diagnosed and the more you understand that how the brain works impulsiveness and and hyperactive activity is is a big part of that so you know I'd say if you've done a study a lot of people have addiction issues maybe ADHD because they're kind of looking for that dopamine kick that you're lacking and obviously exercise gives that to you uh, naturally but, but a line of coke gives to you straight away like you know bang straight in there everyone's great and you know, I often said to mates mine over the years, boys, what's it like to come down? You know, if I have a few points, I'd be down for a couple of days. It's all oh, it's another level. Like you'd be in, it'd be in a heat mentally for two or three days. Like, but like, can you? You know, I'm saying live for the weekend. You're in, you're in the heights from Monday to Friday, and then all of a sudden there's a few points, and then you hear all oh, the super banks going around, and then you know, you, you, then you're back on the buzz again. And, Again, like you, that's fine. Like people can enjoy that. best of luxury. But again, I always go like back to the one or two lads in the gang that are getting themselves in, in a bit of trouble, maybe with it. And again, I can speak on experience from being in Mount and speaking to them young lads that a lot of it started with getting too fond of it and then having to pay a debt. And how do you pay a debt if you don't have the money? You do a few favors, and then all of a sudden you're you're in that that circle, and, and it's a bit worrying, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know this kind of sounds a bit tangential people think where is he going with this but do you think there's a body image issue as well because I've heard this from other people I'd just be interested in your view like young lads particularly who are involved in sport I mean they're much more body conscious we're told you know they're spending time in the gym they want to look like people look on Instagram not necessarily the way people look in the real world and there's a feeling that maybe you know a line of coke or a pill or something you know you go out you take that you have a great night out and you're not consuming all the calories you would if you drank eight or nine pints
1: Yeah Ciarán you know what? you, you took the to words on my mouth I was only trying to a fellow about this at the weekend ago guy used to play football with and Yeah, like when I was playing, it was, you know, you you go off, your your up for a couple of weeks, you win a big championship game, you floor your points of Guinness, you're chipper, you wake up the next morning, legs in the heat, dehydrated, you know, you go back training again, all that stuff. Yeah, it seems to be you're on the money there. That's, again, what I'm learning and what I'm hearing uh, from various different club people uh, around the country. You, you, You catch on to people that... Yeah, it is very true that they look at, you know, the calories involved in alcohol where you go out and you maybe one or two bottles of light beer or whatever. And then, yeah, whatever you do, then a few lines or whatever. And and then you're grand the next day and you go back to your gym and your body looks whopper on Instagram or TikTok the next day. Like, and again, it, like what goes up must come down. Like, you know, so false, high, false highs from my experience in your head you have to pay for that you have to come down and pay for that you know anywhere the exercise gives you natural dopamine and you, but you have to work hard for that Like so uh, mm. I agree with you I, I think it is like you know you, you, you even hear about lads now after GA matches. and I listen there's plenty of lads that don't drink now which is obviously a positive because the culture for years would have been going drink drink, of yourself for a day two after big games or big wins but that culture is, certainly seems to be going backwards, but I don't know if they're just being really good and sensible or, as you said, is it being replaced by, by this? And um, I suppose time will tell, really, when, when addiction counsellors are just, which they already are, overflown. And, um, you know, I'd be very friendly with a man that worked in the Rutland Centre for decades, and he said, yeah, he said the, the the cocaine and the gambling is still top of the pile in the country with young people like...
0: So, I mean, this is the tough question. Then I mean, how do you put the genie back in the bottle, or do you?
1: Uh, well, from again, from my experience getting help with, with Jerry, who, uh, who, I, who I would work with, is you need to fill the void. Um, you know, when you have an addictive personality or you have an addiction, like you can't just sit down relax and make a cup of tea because the way you're wired is you give yourself a reason. Oh, you know, I haven't had one in a while. I'm good now, or it's one of the lads' birthdays. I'll just get a small bit and then you're, you're waking the, the devil in your head again. So for me, it, 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 it's filling the void. Find something to counteract. And a hell of a lot of people in recovery do turn to exercise you often see you'd see lads out swimming and various beaches like uh, all hours in the morning full of tattoos ripped and all and, and them lads, lads they're all in recovery and this is what they got to do The Cold war therapy is a big one for dopamine kick uh, and, and it's just it's like my mate in the gym it's it's an ongoing battle and the biggest fear for a lot of people is how can I get through Johnny Stagg or how can I get through Mick and Lorraine's wedding how can I get through all of, without that but it's you know as my mate said that that's under rehab it's about today and then tomorrow it's about today and the next day it's about today and you just keep it going but that's again the other end of addiction but it's with the young lads that think that's no, grand I only do this the weekend but then suddenly you, get, you don't get the same buzz and then suddenly the money the money, uh, you know, comes in from a job or from mm. getting a few loans and, and you know, it's, yeah, and, and because it's so rampant and popular like, how pure is it, you know, coming from South, Africa or South America or wherever how pure is it when it lands in your pocket in, in a pub in Leash or a pub in Galway, how pure is that stuff like that came from from wherever, like, do mm. you know what I mean when it's all chopped and loaded and all different lads are, are in the chain of dealing it, like, what kind of sh- H one T is uh, is going up your, your nose as well. It's another way of looking at it, I suppose. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, Rory. It's been uh, great talking to you, despite the, the context of the conversation. Uh, Rory O'Connor of uh, Rory Stories uh, fame. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.